This podcast is offered by Hakkabai Zen Center on the web at hakkabai.org. Our programs are made possible by the generosity of people like you. Um, to this wonderful evening in f- front of us. Um, usually at this point, John Cobb gives uh, an introduction because this is really um, something that he has longed to do as an offering um, to the founder of Naropa Institute and to all the members of the community who never, especially those who never had a chance to meet the Vidyadra. But for all of us who knew the Vidyadra, it's a wonderful time to hear and see friends and to feel their hearts as they share stories with us and wisdom that they have. Tonight, we're very honored to have Koben Chino Roshi, who has been a part of our community from its inception, I might say. Um, He'll have stories to tell and stories not to tell. He's uh, been a wonderful friend to many of us, and especially here at Naropa Institute. He also um, is, you should know, a... um, a uh, free spirit and a complete uh, wisdom holder of the Soto Zen tradition. Although he, um, he knows how to let go of all, um, all credentials. And he has, uh, last week he had a dream. And in the dream, uh, Shibata Sensei was in the dream with Fran Lewis, and he said, I must have him. And I feel as though it was just the right timing because Shibata Sensei came to our community in terms of Kudo, and we've related to him in terms of Kudo, but there's a lot more to him than just the mastery of the bow. So tonight, um, these uh, wonderful teachers are going to honor us with their presence. And the other two teachers here, who would not go by the name of teacher, are Martin Mosco, who is, uh, by the way, a wonderful uh, uh, understanding of space and rocks and woods and flowers, gardens, and also of the Zen tradition, but completely um, united with uh, this community. And the final person, but not the least, is Fran Lewis, who, if anything gets slow, she's always there to perk us up. And um, I can remember many years ago when Naropa was just beginning, and Fran was an integral part of it. So I'm not giving many specific credentials because I think they speak for themselves, and I feel very honored to request them to teach and to talk to us and to entertain us and to confuse us and to awaken us this evening. You first. Looks like I go first. 
Good evening, everyone. Shibata Sensei, good evening. Good evening. Thank you for coming to join us. We honor you very much. And thank you, Fran. <laughs> thank you. And Martin, thank you. Thank you. In the midst of a busy time, everyone, thank you for coming. Border is very wonderful to return especially in the middle of summer and also cold winter. First visit of mine to Borda was the uh, uh, first year of summer program of Naropa Institute. Mm. Of course, uh, invitation came from Vidyadra, and uh, I was very, very happy to be here. Stayed here whole month, and sat with you in the morning sitting mm. right now it is a building of that alfalfa alfa, uh, natural food store that was a uh, first sitting place of Narappa Institute Martin and uh, Fran, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Granny Fran, has been my uh, good uh, assistant and friend for so many years since. And 25 years celebration of uh, Naropa Institute. And that was uh, uh, letters coming back to me to participate this meeting. I'm very happy to be here with all of you, especially uh, could join you with my new family, and my daughter, and many friends known for many, many years. <laughs> to begin with, the origin of You say the, the Dharma 
relationship. <coughs> First meeting with Vidyadra was at my house in Los Altos, way back, beginning of 1970. Vidyadra arrived from Scotland, no? the monastery of Scotland to United States with uh, pregnant uh, uh, Lady Diane. And we had a uh, small snack sushi lunch together and then went to uh, Haiku Zendo small meditation hall in the garage of the student. And we prostrated in front of the Buddha statue and came out from Zendo and walking back to the house where my family lived, we were talking how to, uh, what are we going to do? And we promised to be a Dharma brother in this life from that moment. That promise have kept me keeping visiting you here almost every year since 1974, I believe. So here we are. After first year of Naropa program, Rocky Mountain Dharma Center, I believe, Rinpoche offered the grass of cold sake after session. It was a wonderful afternoon. He was asking me about Japanese art especially Zen art, he said. And uh, is there any teacher who could uh, come and teach in Vajradhatu and Naropa? So my immediate answer to him was, uh, I have one, best one of all, And several years of preparation and uh, Shibata Sensei was invited to join us. 
I have been, uh, 今まではどういうふうに、えー、ビディアドラに巡り合い先生がこちらーー、はいえー、先生がこちらにいらっしゃることができるのでその因縁話を少ししたところです。老<笑>師は不意ですかはい Celebration. First, Liberty to Hello, how are you? San Francisco. Connection was my son, American honeymoon coming. This time, Liberty to student, Nick. Sabroka and、uh, Bob Herpen. Japan going, my son to San Francisco. The connection. Ah, is it so? You understand? Oh. <laughs> oh, senses. Son Nobuhiro Sama and his wife had the honeymoon trip to this country. And Bob Harplin, Nick Savroka、uh, was an assistant to them to come to this country. So, no talking, yes. Chino Roche, and Namanga Detini. アメリカに親父を連れてこいとそれがファースト、うんうん、そうしてビデオアドラの、えー、目に目にクレジスタイルねクレジスタイルグッドクレジスタイル、うん、バッドクレジスタイルな、えー、ナンバーワンビデオアドラしてマイボディはジャパンのオールスタイルのサムライのハートキープ、うん、武田信玄、うん、武田信玄のスローガン「風林火山」After next time again ビデオでらせ織田信長目に目にジャパンの、えー、オールスタイルのストロングハート。なお、えー、グレートイーストサング。それにワンモア。メニメニジャパンのサムライのグッドハート。グッドハートメイクナンバーワン
空洞。うん。ナンバーツー、えー、ティー。ティー、yeah. えー、お茶に。うん。ナンバースリー、えー、フラワー、フラワーアレンジメント。うん。All these three styles are heart only. Many, many important ideas. University study only, not heart. Style only. Number one, now, number good hope, important hope, inside the heart.、Mm. Oh, that's wonderful. Oh, that's wonderful. Oh, I was going to translate to Sensei, but Katya is going to do it. That's great. Okay. I already forgot. <laughs> Inside heart. Inside heart, heart. yes, heart. <laughs> so, Sensei was invited here to、um, match his Vidyadrad wish of the secret heart of the warrior. Mm, of the medieval Japan, like、uh, Takeda Shingen and Nobunaga.、Mm. So, please go ahead. <laughs> so, ne.、Yeah. Mm. Mm, sensei said Rinpoche wanted to、uh, introduce these three Kudo and tea, tea the way, way of tea and flower, way of flower. These three Rinpoche wanted to、uh, introduce to Naropa. Mind practice, me? Mind practice. Here we are, the very important person to introduce、uh, the Connection and、uh, brotherhood、uh, with Vidyadra has been this lady here, our grandni, Frani. <laughs> you could start with the first meeting with.、Uh, Vidyadra, and a quick 
introduction, how he arrived here? <laughs> Please. <laughs> well, I used to be Auntie Franny before I was Granny Franny. <laughs> and uh, I met the Vidyadra in uh, Scotland at his center there. Uh, and I lived there for a year and uh, was very magnetized by him. And uh, while I was there, he was in an accident in uh, northern England and was going to come to America for medical treatment. And uh, I was to come along with him. And somewhere in there we, I'm not sure how, uh, decided to start a center in America. And I met with uh, some of my Dharma sisters in New York, and we went up to, well, we went all over New England looking for a suitable place. One of the Dharma sisters was going to uh, finance a farm for us. And we found the place in Vermont called, uh, which we got out of the I Ching. We threw the I Ching and came up with Tale of the Tiger. And uh, the Vidyadara hadn't come yet, but once we got established, and he meanwhile got married in Scotland to Lady Diana, and uh, somehow came over, uh, came through Canada, and uh, arrived in uh, Vermont the beginning of May 1970. Uh, How do you like it so far? Yeah, it sounds good. <laughs> and uh, well, if you, among you, if you want to fill out this history of the meeting, please feel free. I'll make question. Why it is so, it was so, so, so on, please. Uh, I think I remember that he went to California in uh, 1971, I think it was. You mm. had your first meeting yes. with him. Yes. And there's a photograph here that I gave you that mm. from that first meeting. That was a... Rinpoche came to uh, explain his uh, Maitri uh, inspiration. We met the, uh, in Palo Alto and then went to Sonia Margulis' house in Sunnyvale after this. We all saw you. <laughs> Look at that. That's why I'm Uh I think you told me that that first time you were at Sonia's that uh, you did a calligraphy with him. You did one side and he did the other. 
the character we did the together in this one long sheet sheet was a liberation, self-liberation. And I did the in Chinese style here Jiu. He did it this side in Tibetan language. That was the first uh, entertainment with his uh, visit. It was good. Whenever I meet with him, Fran was uh, always uh, between us and uh, arranged to meet with us nicely. I don't think I was there that first year, though. I met you the second, second time. year in Palo Alto, I remember. Yes, David was with him at that time. David? The Mushroom David. Mushroom David. 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 I hope I knew it. <laughs> no, David Rome wasn't with him then. No, John Baker was with him. John yes, Baker and John probably Baker. Marvin Casper. Marvin was there. Yeah. Because it's a mightily subject he spoke to people. Yeah. And then the next year I came along with yes, uh, yes. John and Marvin and Duncan Campbell was around. Yes. And many visits of Karmapa, recepting Karmapa. Karmapa did the black there. hat ceremony, ceremony, black crown ceremony in San Francisco. And yes. you sat on the stage yeah. also with the, himself and the monks. Yeah. I think there were 3,000 people there. Yeah. あの、リンポチェの思い出話ありましたら。うん。あまりにもね。はい。え、早く高い下でしょ。はい。しかしこれはね、ウエスタンの終電ってのえ、目に見えるタイム、お酒 my hope sinking not so good. Cut, cut, cut. One more big life made. Akaho de life of little bit. Short. I cannot understand his Japanese. Akaho? Sake. Also. Uh, we understand something. Okay. <laughs> um, so when um, Sensei um, saw his uh, Rinpoche students serving him a lot of sake, uh, Sensei thought by himself, well, it's not such a good thing because <clears throat> um, alcohol shortens the life and he wants him, wanted him to live long, have a long life. Mm. 
それとね、はいえー、セミナリー RMDC、yes. えー、ビッグテント、yes. えー、ウェスタンピープルシッティングメディテーションビギン、えー、67ビギンなんとカミン789なんとカミンジャパニーズはアングリーホワイなんとカミンロングロングセッティングエブリバディクワイトワンマえー、ボーダーのノースえー、オペラミカドうんミカドエブリバディミカドアンダスタンドミカドビギンファイブメビファイブエブリバディホールシッティングお酒シックスナットカミンセブンナットカミンエイトナインナットカミンテンナットカミンうわーってナットシークワイトクワイトエレブンナウリンパティカーカミンハピハピファニースタイルオペラビギンオペラのストーリーはノーリメンバーフニッシュパーティースモールパーティーねオマーゲンドリンクエブリバディイーストサンエブリバディモーニングウォーキングなっアングリーなっグッドスチューデントリンパチェンのコミュニケーションジャパンはたぶんキャンセル So the, the first、um, story was about、um, When Sensei came to RMS,、uh, RMDC, Rocky Mountain Dharma Center,、um, his Western students were sitting in the tent and、uh, very quietly. And the, it was supposed to begin around six or seven,、um, but it became eight and nine. And he was wondering why nobody becomes angry. It's, you know, he would become angry as, you know, j e t Coming from Japan. And、um, that reminded him of the story、um, of the Mikado opera that was performed.、Um, so it was supposed to begin at 5 p.m., so the hall was packed and everybody was waiting and maybe drinking, and then it became 7 and 8, and still Rinpoche didn't come, and 9 and 10. And the students didn't, didn't say anything. They were just sitting. Great s u n s u n And then 11 o'clock, finally, Rinpoche came, and the students were just happy. And um, then, um, he, since he doesn't remember the story, but 
you know, the op uh, of the opera, the, the actual <laughs> plot. But then, um, you know, it ended at some point. And afterwards was a party till sunset, sunrise, sorry. So, you know, the east, eastern sun rose. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> the students, um, he was, since he was very surprised about the good communication between uh, Rinpoche and this, his students, because in Japan they would just wait, become angry, and want their money back for the <laughs> <laughs> leave. Rinpoche no study wa ni Nanoppa no study o only do not inside no study kyudo ti furawa kyudo mo same good style the shooting not inside no heart shooting Nipoti no idea wa shooting dignity Nipoti not understand people crazy but inside the strong sometime great east sun big east sun many many but short time nipoti no Dive. Mm, yes. One more long, one more narrow, one more big man. Scarcely mm. quickly mm. finish. Mm. 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 Too bad his life was too short. Yeah. Scarcely too short the now narrow make many, many international training mm. make. Mm. Power was strong. Mm. Yes. Good. Okay. <clears throat> so, so Tenzin Tenzi talked about um, Naropa uh, Institute that uh, the idea is not to study and intellectual study; it's a study of the heart in inner studies. Um, uh, tea, like tea and the tea way and the flower way from Japan, and Kudo is the same. It's an inner study. It's not only form, like to um, become a good uh, archer, a shooter, shoot um, in a nice way. It uh, expresses um, Rinpoche's idea was um, a lot. He talked a lot about dignity, and that's what Kyudo aims at to become, um, to express dignity, the dignity. Um, and he talked a lot about Great Eastern Sun. And since he wished he would have lived longer and made Narupa during his lifetime, made Narupa um, um, bigger or more. And so he, he gets that Srinpoche's life was so short. <clears throat> but um, as it turns out nowadays, Narupa has a lot of international contacts and lots of activities. And it's just the way it is now. Martin, would you like to say something? Um, well, I, I should make it clear. The reason I'm here was that uh, Michelle called 
and said that uh, she invited Fran Lewis to be on the panel, but Fran declined. Uh, so uh, she suggested, why don't you call Martin instead? Uh, so I said, well, I'll do it if Fran does it, because I knew she wouldn't be here unless I came. So that's the only reason I'm here altogether. <laughs> Uh, but uh, I was, uh, at one time, uh, uh, part of a discussion of, uh, of uh, when uh, the Vidyadra asked for the introduction of Uriyoki. Mm. And uh, Koban uh, Roshi at that time was quite concerned about its uh, proper introduction and the meaning of Uriyoki and how this could be transmitted uh, to the Vajradhatu community. I wondered if you would like to say something about that. Mm. Or tell the story of the introduction of Ariyogi, let's put it that way. I forgot uh, when it started, but the uh, first video that told me he wants to have Oryoki practice for the Vajradhatu Rocky Mountain uh, and uh, for the main use for seminary occasion. And Bob Harpreen was the one who uh, came back and forth to send his message and my opinion and how to do it, how to do, whether I could be a good person to introduce or, or somebody else. <clears throat> it took uh, probably three months to settle down that uh, I will take care of that. And finally, uh, Harpreen went to Taniguchi in Koromoya-san in Kyoto yes. and arranged the first batch of Oryoki. Mm. It has been good. I'm very pleased how it is used, received, and put into practice. Oryoki is a Buddha's meal bowl, which has been handed down to each of us today. That's a far generation of the Buddha himself. The daily use of providing your necessity, designed, the ball itself is designed as a, the mound of wisdom Buddha Tathagata's second uh, Nikkei, the uh, puff, puffy uh, 
mound of his head designed and you turn it over and become Orioki. <laughs> okay. No, thank you. <laughs> what does the word Orioki mean actually? Is it what amount? Yes. Oreo means uh, another name to the holy uh, arhat, saint and sages, yogins, shamanan, those who are deserve to be served, meal or materials, clothings. Oryo means the uh, one who responds to people with wisdom and uh, being supported by people. Huh? Thank you. Oryo. Time is kind of short. I want to have a little open uh, space here, and uh, if you like to speak about Vidyadra, many of you have lived very closely to him. Many of you have never met with him, so. If you could help some part of feeling some story. Somehow, every time when I meet with him, afterwards, my heart is feeling good. Probably you have experienced the same thing. Max, could you speak something? You have served him, being with him such a long time. Thank you. Oh, this is an unexpected request. I really don't know quite what to say other than, um, what is there to say? Uh, one thing I could say is that uh, Vidyadara's friendship with Shabata Sensei and Vidyadara's friendship with Koban and my own relationship with Koban made me uh, leave Boulder and go to Japan and stay there for 10 years. And I'm still not quite sure why I went, but Rimshe always used to haunt me and say, you never went to Japan, did you? When I went there. He said, I went there, but you never went, did you? I said, no, I didn't, I'm like, I'm too busy. He just gave me that kind of look. So one day I decided, let's go. And we came back last year. And I was quite happy to go. And somehow we've always had a heart connection, this community with 
whatever is good in Japan, we wanted to bring back. And Rinpoche has always wanted to bring whatever is good from Japan here at Great Eastern Sun, the best of Issei Jingu, Amaterasu tradition, food tradition. He's always tried to bring it back. He always confused us that way. We used to have this big midsummer festival out in the heat in the summer, and he would bring these Japanese dancers and musicians from Osaka, and they would dance, and we would be sitting there so bored, just frying and sort of saying, why? Why does he love this Japanese tradition? And why can't we just be who we are, Western, you know? It's cool. But he brought this really stiff <laughs> Japanese <laughs> tradition that we just couldn't relate to. <laughs> the dancing, bugaku, gagaku, Issei, Jingu, Shinto, what is this? <laughs> so he always seemed to bend our minds with the Japanese tradition. We didn't quite, it didn't quite fit. It fits now, but it didn't fit then. It didn't fit. It really was a hard adjustment for the old students. <laughs> we were more just like to be hip and cool, and this Japanese thing was really weird. So. <laughs> and now... It works. <laughs> it works. Uh, and when we told our friends in Japan that this is what a Tibetan teacher was doing, they, they kind of go like this. <laughs> they, they, they and Rimshe even told us when he was young, when he was at Oxford, he used to get little zoris, those little Japanese shoes, and go into little Japanese shops and his Tibetan friends would say, what do you want to do that for? <laughs> you know, you're Tibetan. What do you want to do Japanese stuff for? He always, always <laughs> felt that. So when I first met him, I was asked by Sam Burkholz to take care of his food tradition because he didn't seem to eat very well at Sam's house. If you open up Sam's refrigerator, Sam is big and his wife is thin. And if you open up Sam's refrigerator, it's a piece of Jewish rye bread. It somehow doesn't fit someone like Trump Rimshay. This is what he should eat. So I was asked to take over his food diet. And mostly what I did is cook Chinese food for him, and we would hang out at sushi bars in San Francisco, which was actually quite nice. But Trump Rimshay was very confusing. Sometimes he would go to Palo Alto and say, let's go eat Kentucky Fried Chicken, and we'd eat it in my car. And I sort of said, Ugh. Other than that, <laughs> he's always had a heart connection with uh, Japanese traditions. He's always been almost psychic about it without ever having been there. He's been drawn there, I think, ever since he was in England or even before. As much as he's been drawn to the West, he's also been drawn to Japan and all its traditions and wanted it to come here, is all I can say. Thank you very much. It's great. Mm. Ball goes here and there. <laughs> Next, you have a innumerable story. <sighs> One of them, please. Funny, I can't think of any. <laughs> it's a tricky part. Oh, I hardly know. It was so tricky. Yeah. 
How about his, when he did interviews and you were the secretary in the other room and there were buttons that he pushed for you? No. Well, I remember once when, uh, that was a tale of the tiger, uh, he was giving interviews and there was someone in there, I think, that was very shy, not forthcoming, and Rinpoche called me in and said, Tickle him. <laughs> and so I tickled him until he just collapsed with giggling and <laughs> was finally unselfconscious, you know, about uh, the communication. And then I left. That was part of my job, I guess. <laughs> One of the better parts. It wasn't so good when he asked anybody to tickle me. <laughs> It wasn't always a tickle, <laughs> you know? こちらのフランスはアメリカへ来る最初のきっかけを作ってくれた人。はい。彼女がセクレーターに役をしてくれてたはいしかし二十五年ねならっぱはいシルバーシルバーシルバーシルバーシルバーシルバーシルバーシルバーシルバーシルバーシルバーシルバーシルバーシルバーシルバーシルバーシ
Lady Diana's first son, and Coben was very fond of him, is very fond of him, and considers himself his uncle. Since Rinpoche and I'm Dharma brother, I got the many cousins and photo. Whole family of him is my. I got my guardianship go toward him. <clears throat> Anybody come from Vermont? No. Maybe we should call how he's doing. Yeah, come on, Peter. You, You're yeah. a storyteller. Yes. No, I just thought maybe uh, you'd want to know that uh, Tagi's doing really well, and uh, he's at um, uh, living at uh, uh, what used to be the Vidyadra's house yes. uh, at Karmacholi, uh, and uh, he's been being taken care of by the same couple for oh a very long time now and um uh he's really great source of uh, joy uh, and love for the whole community at Karmachilling yeah. and i saw him the last time well whenever the last time i was at Karmachilling which i think was maybe uh, a year ago a year and a half ago nice. something like that so he's he's doing really well good Thank you. I don't know how many years since he returned. More than ten years now from Rumtek. I went to see him. I took a long journey to Shikim and met with him. Ten years. Few years after Karmapa passed away, I thought uh, I should go bring him back. And I went to meet with him, walked a beautiful hillside with him. Good, uh, he's back among us here. You could be free, feel free to speak up about the experience of Narappa those years or meeting with the spirit of Narappa. Barbara, could you say something? When you were talking about um, the three disciplines from Japan, Kudo and tea and flower arranging um, and his interest in Japanese uh, experiences starting when he was in England. I remembered the first time I'd um, come across the book of Stella Coe's uh, Ikebana flower arranging and she was his uh, Ikebana teacher in England, I believe. Um, and so it always amazed me that he had begun the uh, 
a study of this art form when he came to England, and I believe she was English, but she uh, was a teacher of the Ikebana style. And, mm -hmm. and then he went on uh, to develop um, <laughs> these outrageous, um, I I'm not even sure you can still say they're Ikebana, but they were Tibetan Ikebana. And, uh, they were two extraordinary uh, installations that he did um, that I was very uh, privileged to be involved with. One was in San Francisco and one was in Los Angeles. And um, in particular, they, these were rooms. He, he was not interested anymore in just a vase, <laughs> but it was a room <laughs> that he was arranging and in each room of this um, a house, it was a human dwelling, there would be a flower arrangement. And in particular, there was a tenno room, which is the place where the master of the household would meet with guests and dignitaries. And um, the very first uh, installation that he created um, the the uh, they built a a special uh, tray. I, I don't know the Japanese word for these uh, flat black trays that often you will see arrangement arrangements in. That must have been um, almost as big as this platform. And uh, they built those uh, kenshin, are they called? The things with the spikes that hold. The, they built very special ones that were <laughs> huge, like this. And he went out in, this was in, I believe, um, Los Angeles. He went out in the hills, and they cut down a small tree, beautiful, uh, beautifully shaped pine of some kind with branches that, you know, maybe filled up a, a third of the, of the tray in the, in the tenno room. And, um, you know, it had to be hammered into these spikes, this little, well, it was pretty big tree. I mean, you know, about maybe as high as the stage. And then um, when he started to put in, I mean, the, the, the basic tradition of the, the, the simplest way that I understood the flower arranging, arranging technique was that there was the heaven principle and the earth principle and the man principle. And that was very integrated into the way he was teaching um, Dharma art and was very fundamental to the um, instructions around the Shambhala tradition as well. And uh, watching him put this together, you wondered what he would put into this arrangement and to make the flowers, which were called the man principle, I believe. Please tell me if I'm doing this wrong. I don't want people to get the wrong idea. But 
it turned out to be a hundred beautiful purple irises were were put in the kenshins in this space and this extraordinary little garden uh, human-sized garden so it was it was really a remarkable demonstration of how to translate and i always felt that he was such a powerful translator and that he was always demonstrating how to bring the essence of of uh power and uh goodness from cultures that he loved and translating them mm. into a world where into the western world あ、そう。はい。シホバラヨナタのあの時でしたか。ノリメンバー。ユドントリメンバー。アイリメンバー先生でだシホバラヨだったプログラム。イトザワンネセンサンフランシスコビッグビルディングオブザニアザ ダマ。ダマ。はい。そうですね。はい。先生でだ、司法払い。で、ビジネスで、で、だった。しかし、ネプティトね、ロングライフホープ。うん。バッ。ハローはファースト、グッバイのポイント。うん。ハローミンドグ
and his general behavior, and they asked Suzuki Roshi, who he was friends with, um, how to deal with that, what about that. And I think he told them that he was true blue. True blue, do you know what that is? Though you can't get truer than blue. <laughs> true blue. True blue, yeah. That he was true through and through. Oh, yeah. That I understand it. <laughs> mm. He really loved Suzuki Roshi. Aye. Suzuki Roshi was such a person. To me, Suzuki Roshi is like my uncle. For Rinpoche, Suzuki Roshi was his uncle. Mm-hmm. I put him under the wing. It was good. Looks like we close our meeting. So many memories come up, but the next time we uh, will talk about all of them sometime. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this podcast offered by Hakkabai Zen Center. Our Dharma Talks are offered free of charge, and this is made possible by the donations we receive. Your support helps us to continue to offer the Dharma. For more information about Hakkabai and how to give, please visit us on the web at hakkabai.org.